Welcome back, everyone, to Season 5 of the Kelly Mental Health Podcast, located in Thunder Bay, Ontario. Throughout this season, CEO Linda Kelly will be discussing a variety of mental health and wellness topics with guests from all walks of life. The more we talk about it, the more we can normalize it. A quick note to our listeners. The Kelly Mental Health Podcast was created to provide relatable information about psychology and mental health and to help you get to know our team a little better. Episodes can contain triggering language and adult content. It is not a substitute for counseling and any advice herein is provided for general information purposes. If you'd like to book a session with one of our mental health specialists or find out more about us, please check out our website and contact us at kellymentalhealth.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Season 5, Episode 3 of the Kelly Mental Health Podcast. I am doing this podcast from a little bit farther than usual, um, but we are still making it work, and we're having a good time. Uh, we have Linda, the lovely Linda Kelly, with us today, and uh, I'm sitting in a car from Winnipeg. <laughs> How are you, Linda? I'm awesome. I feel terrible because there's like a bunch of people I have uh, sent random messages to not realizing that li- literally they're not working today. They're off. They're uh, one of one person is actually she just uh, had some bereavement to go through and I'm like messaging her going, what do you think about this fire escape plan? Like, <laughs> I just, it's not, it's not that I'm insensitive. It's just that I have hyper sometimes and I don't, and I don't know what track I'm working is all the time yes (laughs) it's okay we well there's a lot of us right yeah so it's all right yeah so I want to talk to you because I had this moment on the weekend let's tell you about it Mm -hmm. um and you know okay I I normally okay I cry easily not a lot of people know that about me but I do I do cry easily uh, there's certain things that just get to me. I know last time you and I talked about having those moments and trying not to turn off the feeling, just like going with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're at camp and we, we camp at a, at a resort. So there's a lot of different campers there and they had some activities for the kids on the weekend. It was really cute. But then someone said, Hey, we're going to do a dance for the kids. So they set up speakers. They had uh, we went down to the stage and they even had a light show on. So the baby was just mesmerized. And so I'm sitting on this deck and the wind is blowing, the wind is warm and there's this mom and her kids and there's, there must've been about 20 or 30 people kind of spread out on this deck. Yeah. And they start, they've got the typical wedding playlist. Now, do you know what a Thunder Bay wedding or shag playlist is? Well, like the, the, what, what's that? What the kid, a cha-cha slide. Yeah. And then as we talked about, I'm assuming the chicken dance. Mm-hmm. And then I can't even remember. I haven't been to a wedding in two years. <laughs> There's always ACDC. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, there is. Yes, I, I agree. And no wedding is complete without fishing in the dark. Oh, of course. Well, I mean, come on now. That's a great song. <laughs> it is. It really it's is. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all these people, all of a sudden, you know, they're jumping up and they're doing the chicken dance. And, you know, they're flapping their arms and they're laughing and these kids are just like jumping, jumping, jumping. And I just get this moment of, oh my God, I missed this. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to cry right now. (laughs) I don't know why it hit me, but it kind of brings me back because my, you know, my family, we had so many weddings that we went to growing Mm -hmm. up. There were so many people like the nineties was all weddings for us. Yeah. 
And that was the time where families got together and we jumped around and we danced and we just let loose and COVID came up and it took all of that away. Mm-hmm. It made people afraid to be around each other. Yeah. It took laughter away too. I noticed that. It did. Yeah. I had, I had a situation. Um, actually it was a while. It was, it was Canada day. I think I talked about it on um, uh, a prior podcast and you know, I kept hearing these kids outside. There was a, like a family outside watching all the fireworks that were going off. And I felt so, I was annoyed because they were really loud. But I, I was happy in a sense because I don't remember last time I, I had, and I, and I was around kids that laughed that hard and they were so happy. And I was, it brought, it brought warmth to my heart. And it's just, it's just a really weird world that we're, you know, we're re-going into and it's very interesting. Um, I'm currently in Winnipeg with a family member for a medical appointment. I'm not taking fun trips, people. So, um, but so we're here and they lifted their mandatory mask policy and I am having a really hard time with it. Yesterday I was filled with anxiety. We did some running around and I was blown away that people are walking around with no masks and it made me feel very uncomfortable um you know I understand the masks have been a part of our lives I'm so used to it now that it's just I'm very cautious about it I have an autoimmune um disease so I a little bit more careful and um yeah it just it hit me the wrong way yesterday seeing people without masks um and I'm sure maybe there's reasons and that's fine to each their own but I just will not be the ones that are, are is removing my masks earlier especially with my my family member and, and her health uh concerns as well and so we are very careful but it's just a weird time it really is a weird time. It's interesting to see some of the restrictions being lifted and then really ultimately how that affects people's mental health. Because yeah. for many of us, I remember at the beginning, people didn't want to wear masks because, well, if I wear a mask, people are going to think I have COVID or that I'm sick with it. Yeah. That? Yep, absolutely. And now times have changed and now no one wants to not wear a mask. <laughs> well, very I, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody would love to be not sweating at the grocery store and of course yeah having like the upper lip sweat that I, I, we all love and know <laughs> it's it's pouring rain in Winnipeg here so I mean it's been a nice kind of change and it's really great for the forest fires so everyone in Winnipeg is loving the rain I actually uh came outside last night and there was um a family outside and they they were actually they're um they're from a smaller town outside of Winnipeg that I guess caught, was what caught fire. It was near the Kenora district. So they were actually put up here in the hotel that we're staying at. And the kids were running around and they were laughing, same thing. And they were just like so happy. And they're like, we could breathe. And I felt, I got, I get goosebumps just telling the story. Cause it was just, it, it same thing. It just hit me, sit, like hit home for me. Cause I just couldn't believe it. Like it was just, it was sad and it was nice to see. So everyone's loving the rain here and in good old Winnipeg. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's so nice. I we're a little jealous. I think we're getting some some weather changes coming soon, but of course it it didn't come soon enough for our farmers. So mm-hmm. yeah, things are things are rough out in the country here. Yeah. I, I mean I'm I, I like the rain right now, but uh I'm I'm excited to get back home tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but other than that, it's just, it's, it's a weird, it's weird how you said though, like you got emotional with it because not weird, I shouldn't say weird, sorry, but, um, it's interesting because I mean, I think we, we're all kind of going through that. Right. And I don't really know how to describe that. So what do you like kind of, it's like, kind of like nostalgic. It's, It's like a feeling, you know, like, I don't, I don't really know. I think, yeah. I mean, part of it is nostalgia. I think it's, it's just kind of feeling, uh, it's the, the link from the past and we forgot, mm-hmm. like I forgot 
how much I enjoyed that because I've been very open about, you know, being fairly introverted. I didn't mind, you know, being in my house and, but I still got to work and I didn't have to be around a ton of people like a lot of our frontline mm-hmm. have to. So I know how privileged I was in that just to be able to ride it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then seeing, you know, there were so many weddings that were postponed. There were so many, you know, I had a, I had a baby and nobody could come around and, mm-hmm. Which is fine. Which is fine. You didn't hate it. (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, Now, now when we've been playing, my son's been playing baseball this summer. And now there's just like a a lineup of people that show up at the baseball game to um, quote unquote, watch the baseball games. But really it's because they want to see the baby. They want to hold her. (laughs) (laughs) And how are you feeling about that? (laughs) Oh, well, I'm glad it's over now. It's this is the last week. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, what I'm getting back to, though, is just that I adapted fairly well, but I didn't realize now it's like an entire year and a half later and mm-hmm. how much stuff we, you know, we did actually value and, and seeing people just laughing and just having a blast. I literally didn't see that for a year. Yeah. I didn't see anybody just laughing their faces off because if anything, people people become suspicious of one another. You know, you see a group of kids together and immediately you're, because there's, there was so much danger, there was the feeling of, well, what, what are they doing? You know, yeah. why are they not wearing masks rather than, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, their kids, they're outside, you know, this is life. So yeah, there's such a big transition that we are approaching now, hopefully, hopefully with mm-hmm. there's talk about the fourth wave, but we are at an 80% vaccination rate. And hopefully that keeps a lot more people out of hospital I guess from a mental health perspective, I guess the reason that really stood out to me in that moment was I wonder how many other people are going through this and realizing and, and grieving. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely think it's a, it's a normal, everything that we're feeling right now is a normal thing, right? Like we, we discussed obviously throughout, throughout this entire pandemic, we, I think it's kind of cool that we, we really did document everything from literally the very beginning, the day the world shut down, you and I did our first podcast. And I think that it's just been a wild ride to, to like just filled with emotions. We've had so many like lows and then yet so many highs. And now I think that this is, we're going all into, you know, unforbidden kind of territory because this is, this is our new normal. What is it going to look like? I think a lot of us have questions and, you know, and a lot of uh, feelings that we're feeling. And I think, I think it's now is a great time to talk about this and, you know, let, let everyone know that just feel them and it's normal to, to feel what we're going through, you know? Mm-hmm. Honestly, the majority of, of issues that people deem, you know, mental health issues are normal reactions. They're physiological mm-hmm. and they are emotional and they are mental normal reactions to mm-hmm. normal circumstances, things that we don't have a roadmap for how to travel through this situation. Of course, mm-hmm. we're going to feel lost and anxious and uh, get stuck on the what ifs. Of course we do, because we don't have, you know, our, our, our parents standing next to us going, oh, this is how we do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it would be really nice if we can, again, continue to work together to try to get each of us through this and and to be compassionate with one another and take those moments as they come. Figure out what is your mind trying to tell you here? For me, it was this connection to my past that I needed to honor in that moment. Mm -hmm. And for someone else, maybe nobody else would have cried that the chicken dancer would have been a completely different (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that you cried during the chicken dance. I get it. <laughs> I understand. You felt your feelings. <laughs> and I'm glad I did because now here's this. I, I mean, I think other people are probably having similar experiences, even just seeing their kids play at the park or mm-hmm. uh, getting together with coworkers. And it's like, oh, actually, we can go to a restaurant together. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which is, I never thought about uh, how challenging this was going to be in the past. But now I, I really- yeah, yeah. We went out for dinner the other night, and same thing. Like it was very strange. I, I just, I got to the table and I was still sitting there with my mask on. <laughs> and then the server came over. She's like, "You can take down your mask." I'm like, "Oh, right. I, I haven't been out in so long. I keep forgetting." Yeah, it's just I'm one with the masks. <laughs> I'm like, "Yep, yeah, don't like that." <laughs> yeah, I know. I, eh? and that's the thing. Like, it's it's uh, a little bit difficult here. Like, we we've uh, obviously gone out for food and stuff. Like at home, I I tend to literally just stay at home. So it was it's just a weird world. This is really opening up my eyes to a lot of things. That's for sure. And just seeing people around me just so so normal and comfortable. It's just it's very interesting. But mm-hmm. I just got to focus on myself and what I'm doing and taking care of myself and uh, my family and their health and mm-hmm. that's all you can do. Well, I'll feel that anxiety and I want I was just going to ask you what oh, you've talked about the journaling you've talked about uh some of the tools you've used what's working for you now um yeah I'm still sticking with the journaling um a lot of times like I so I write every day um yesterday I had a panic attack and it was to do with I had I had an article coming out uh for Kelly Mental Health Clinic and it was about my past and so I've been trying to work on, you know, focusing on the future and, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so this kind of brought up a lot of stuff uh, for me, like emotionally. So that was a trigger for me. And um, secondly, the the people not like the non-mandatory masks here. So it was kind of a, it was a whole spiral. And um, so what I ended up doing actually is I went to uh, Chapters Bookstore here. I'm a huge fan of poetry. I do creative writing myself. And so I... Um, when I picked up uh, a really great book and I came back to the hotel and I just, I face planted into the book. I'm almost finished it. Hmm. Um, So that really calmed me down. And I, and I wrote a lot last night. Um, And it's actually the, the article is actually about, I didn't finish it yet, but it's about, you know, the, this new world order normal, you know, (laughs) like kind of coming out of the, the COVID lockdown. Um, and some emotions that I'm sure many of us have been feeling. And um, I, I used, yeah. So what's been basically working for me is, is definitely journaling, writing articles for, for Kelly mental health is really, really helping me um, more than I think a lot of people know. It's nice to be able to voice my opinion and I really enjoy writing them because a lot of people comment and they'll contact me. And um, I had a, a friend of mine say like, did, were you, did you write this from my head? Like, I couldn't believe this. It was exactly how I was feeling. And, um, so that's still been really helping me and just trying to live, like I said, live in the moment. I'm not trying to focus on my past. I'm not ignoring it either, but I'm just trying to, you know, take everything day by day and slowly rebuild, um, my life. I didn't realize I went through as much as I did until really, um, writing that article. So it was kind of crazy to see on, on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was the, on this week that was, uh, pretty powerful about, uh, manipulation. Yes. Yeah. So I, um, and it's my truth. And I think, I think a lot of people, 
you know, there, there might be some, some comments made and stuff, but the thing is, it's, it's how I felt when I was going through it. And I talked to a therapist that I'm, that I'm talking with, um, and she really helped me as well. And so I feel really good about it. I feel like a weight loop is lifted off my shoulders and that part of my journey is done. Um, and I can close that chapter, you know, so, um, I'm happy about that. It just, it takes a lot, like really, I have a problem (laughs) with, uh, me and me and vulnerability are just uh, starting a nice relationship. Hmm. I I've always had issues with uh, showing vulnerability before, and I didn't know how to properly, I guess, in my opinion, when I say properly, um, uh, like portray it and to and to voice how I was feeling. Um, so it's definitely a new world for me that I'm coming into, and I'm just really aware of my emotions. And journaling has really like helped me. It's saved my life on multiple occasions, and I'm a huge fan of it. And I think that even writing down the thoughts that you want to say to someone that you will never, like we talk a lot about closure, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of memes we see out there, it's like, Oh girl, you go get that closure. And it's like, well, you can't always get that. And it's, it's not fair. We all know that. But um, so what I've been doing, you know, is writing, writing things down that I would have liked to have said to, you know, x y and z um in multiple occasions in my life and and um just writing down like like writing it down has really helped me and changed the way i've been kind of thinking and you know i don't send it to them or anything it's not uh not that but it's just good for me it's just getting off my like my chest i'm an empath and i feel a lot of feelings and i feel you know negativity a lot and i just didn't want to be holding on to those emotions like it's just that's a part of my past that i need to I need to kind of bury and, and like, let, and then now I need to grieve it. So, yeah. Absolutely. That, and that's so important. I think I, I wrote about that not too long ago. I probably just on my own Facebook, just when you write that letter to that person, mm-hmm. the whole point is to acknowledge those feelings and to really just make sense of what happened to you. It's not to mm-hmm. necessarily send them that letter because what really what's going to, what's to be accomplished closure. Yeah. Sending someone a letter is overrated. And I know mm-hmm. because of the stack of like all caps lock handwritten letters that <laughs> between my family members over the years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and it's funny. Cause I, I used to think that, right. Like, because of, you know, like basically because of, of what society and social media used to tell me, I used to think that, you know, you have to get that closure in order to move on. It's like, you, you, you don't in a sense, like you do, but you need to do it for yourself. Like, and so that's, that's been the most important thing for me is that I'm not looking at any other person here when it comes to my feelings. I'm looking at myself now and I'm taking care of myself mentally and physically. And I think, I think I've, I, I mean, I really realized in the last few years, <clears throat> I've always been, you know, my own personal advocate for mental health and to, I've always been open about my past. And, um, but I really think the last few years working for Kelly Mental Health has really um, just opened my eyes to a lot of things and finally talking to a counselor and, you know, just taking care of, of my mental health has been very, very important to me. So it's nice. That's amazing. I'm I'm really glad that you're seeing those those benefits. I, I and I too, as as I have continued always to learn about mental mm-hmm. wellness and tools and tricks. And you know, the longer you're in it, the more you can see how people come up with these these tools. That they you know these programs they make money on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you can understand the nuts and bolts of it, but ultimately, you know, what it comes it's very basic when it comes down to taking care mm-hmm. of yourself, uh, speaking your own truth. Because trying to fit your worldview into someone else's little puzzle piece, there's always going to be that feeling of mismatch. And so yeah. a lot of people, you know, it takes, it, sometimes we spend the better part of our 20s in counseling to try to mm-hmm. be our own people and yeah. stop trying to, 
you know, make everybody happy. So it's really great. I'm glad that you're seeing those changes. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. For me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nice. It's, it's definitely, um, I think, yeah, it's really important to, to take care of yourself. That's what I've like. The main message for me is like just taking care of yourself and, and thinking for yourself. Like I, it's, it's fine to talk to your friends and, and, you know, family members about what's going on in your life. That's fine. But at the end of the day, the most important person is you here in this situation. And I think that that's something I kind of lost along the way too. Right. I was trying to make everyone happy and I was juggling so much. And I'll tell you this, I'm not a good juggler. And, uh, so I'm really happy where I'm at right now. And I, you know, recently found someone that I'm, uh, happy with, and he, he's a wonderful, wonderful man. And I'm very excited. That's not why I have all the happiness. It's just, he's taught me things, um, about myself too. So it's just, everything's going really well. That's wonderful. And, you know, just on top of that, what you talked about with the journaling, just as a, as a point to make is mm-hmm. I like the fact that journaling can create a record of when yes. something happened and how you felt. It's kind of like when I started, I used to do, you know, everybody used to vague post on Facebook. Yeah, 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 you of course. Who you are, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, what I used to do, of course, when I was younger and, and silly and um, is I would I would make those posts, but I would hide them until I, and then I went back the next day and said, well, okay, do I still feel the same way? Mm-hmm. And something, something popped up on my calendar today. Uh, today's the one year anniversary of when my cousin sent that insane letter to, yeah, insane, you know who I'm talking about you, <laughs> letters to family members, just cutting them off. And, you know, when you, you're not part of my life, you're out. Like it's, it's been one year and wow. everyone's just pretending that it never happened. Yeah. See, I, I that's tough. Like I, I would, I, I mean, I'm the same way as you. I, I need to, I like talking about things. <laughs> I like, to, I like to talk things out. I like to write things out. And um, it just makes me feel better. It's just, it's a good time. I really like to acknowledge how feelings change. How you could yes. be so, so, so negative. And if you document it, you write it down. It's like, I feel like the world is ending. And this is this, I can't be around this person ever, ever, ever again. A couple of days later, you're not going to feel so intensely. And that's, yeah. that's the point of documenting it or talking to someone about it. Mm-hmm. I think speaking on emotion too is something that is really important, right? Like a lot of us go right off the bat to speak on emotion when, when everything's heightened and we want to get everything that we want to say out. And I know from personal experience that that doesn't work out that well. <laughs> and uh, so that's something that I'm trying to be mindful of as well is just, you know, recording my, my feelings and my emotions and then checking back, you know, even if it's the following day or give it a few days until I feel better. And then saying okay and then I pull things apart you know so that's kind of how I I end up writing which is really nice and a lot of my journaling actually comes or a lot of my articles come from my journaling so Mm. it's been a kind of uh been a catch-22 I'm helping myself while hopefully helping others in my own specific way I'm not a therapist by any means so please keep that in mind people (laughs) I'm not I'm not the good ones (laughs) you guys are the saviors (laughs) You keep us, you keep us going. And, uh, and I really appreciate everyone from Kelly Mental Health and all the, like everything that uh, you guys do. So, and I know our community does appreciate it as well. Cause I get all the messages on a daily basis. So things are good. I love mm-hmm. So final thought, Linda, from this awesome podcast, we did impromptu podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, final thought again, it's very similar to last week's thought, which is just when you have these moments of a high emotion, just go with it. You know, don't try to suppress it. Try to figure out what is it telling you? Look at it with curiosity because it can often be very meaningful to have those mm-hmm. moments. 
and and it can be a form of healing it can be a form of breathing it's just it's all important work that you got to do don't suppress if you can help it at all maybe delay but don't suppress yes oh i like that maybe delay but don't suppress it's gonna be my new motto <laughs> my life my life goal here this is gonna uh, be uh, me making excuses for junk food <laughs> perfect <laughs> all right everyone thank you so much for joining us again today it's a little uh out of our out of our realm here because it was you know but we we made do we had a fun time and as always if you guys want um any information about our clinic you can visit us on our website at www.kellymentalhealth.com we have tons of free resources as well um we have some coping skills and uh, some mechanisms that may be able to help you and start uh you will you know thinking okay maybe I need to talk to someone so we do have amazing therapists at the clinic that are willing to chat with you so give us a call at one uh, area code 807-767-3888 and thank you so much for Linda for joining us and uh, chatting about this today.